Hello again. Okay, Bruchem Abom, welcome everyone. I want to share with you an original uh, insight on the parasha. We started it last year, but Baruch Hashem, here's the clincher. If anybody would like to be Mishtatev, in upcoming Svarim, there are many, many projects on the horizon. If anybody would like to be Mishtatev, right now the Sefer on Chinuch is complete. We're, we're working just to get it out. If anybody would like to participate, it's available. Uh, the Sefer on Lag Ba'omer is uh, imminently going to be uh, being completed. And Bezos Hashem, for this Lag Ba'omer, Besiata Deshmaya. The, the fire and the soul, the fire and the soul, if anybody would like to be Mishtatev, in the Peninim Allah Parsha, in uh, the upcoming Sefer Tzipisal Yeshua, if anybody uh, would like to find out more about more upcoming projects, including uh, various languages that the Svarim are coming out in, uh, please, there are many opportunities you could participate in. Okay. There's a word in this week's parasha that really struck me. And I was having a hard time trying to figure out why the Torah uses this word. It's found in the beginning of the parsha in the subject of the Shemen Hamishcha. Who knows, what, what subject matter is that referring to? Shemen Hamishcha. There's an extra word here. Viata and you, kach lecha. Take for yourself. What? What do you mean take for yourself? Moshe took it for himself? Moshe didn't take it for himself. Moshe used it to anoint the Kohanim. Oh, did Moshe need it? No, Moshe didn't need it. He wasn't a Kohen. Why does the Torah say the word lecha? You know, in Chazal always observe the word lecha. For example, pesal lecha. Chazal say Moshe became wealthy by carving out the luchais. So why does it say viata kach lecha? And you take for yourself. So, what's interesting is, um, last year we suggested as follows. Let me see if I could bring it up. Yeah, here. Last year we suggested, um, and we made another observation. You know, Rashi keeps on saying and talking about the various Meshichais. Rashi says, all the Meshichais were in the letter Kaf, except for the ones of kings, which were made like a crown. Why does Rashi say anything about kings? This parsha is about the Shemen HaMishcha, used for the anointing of the Kaihanim. <clears throat> Later on, Pasuk Chavtes, Rashi says, all the Meshichais of the Mishkan, the Kaihanim, and Melachim. Melachim, Mandach Rashmei. Why is Rashi talking about Melachim? And Rashi also again says, Alzar, who's not a Kohen and not a Melech. So I wanted to say that the reason why the Torah says, Vyata Kach Lecha, is because even though Moshe Rabbeinu is not a Kohen, he's a Melech. He is a Melech. And if he's a Melech, he also needs Sheven Amishcha. How do we know Moshe is a Melech? Why he be sure in Melech? And the Tanchuma says it's going on Moshe. Moshe is a Melech. So my friend, who was editing this, Rabbi Aaron Jacobi, asked me, yeah, but we don't find that Moshe Rabbeinu ever was anointed. Even though Moshe was a Melch, do we find anywhere that Moshe was anointed? So it's hard to say that the reason it says, Kach Lecha, 
take for yourself is because Moshe Rabbeinu also needed Shemana Mishcha because we don't find that he was ever anointed. So last year, what we wanted to say was, well, even though he maybe wasn't anointed, but nevertheless, this is a subject matter that's Shaykh to Moshe because the institution of Malchus is something that Moshe is part of and the institution of Malchus needs Meshicha even if we don't find that Moshe personally needed um, Meshicha, needed anointing. But this year I was thinking about it more, and it's very difficult to say that that's why the Torah would say, L'cha, <clears throat> if Moshe himself did not need Meshicha. But I was thinking about, why didn't Moshe need Meshicha? Every other king in history was anointed. So why wasn't Moshe anointed? And the following medrash occurred to me, and I think this is pretty unbelievable. You know, there's a parak in Tehillim. Kishemen hatoiv al haroish yoyred al hazakon zikan aharoin she yoyred al pimi doisav. You know that parak in Tehillim at the end of Tehillim. Kishemen hatoiv al haroish yoyred al hazakon zikan aharoin. And the Gemara says that when Moshe Rabbeinu was anointing Aharon, he was afraid. Shema ma'alti, maybe I was moyal in the Shema na'mishcha. And Hashem said, don't worry. Ketal chermoin. Ketal chermoin. Just like the tal of the chermoin has no mi'ila, so too you were not moyal in the Shema na'mishcha. That's the Gemara. But I found another medrash. And this medrash is quoted by the Shittim Kubetzas in Krisos Davches. Now, why does the Pasuk and Tehillim say Zakan Zakan twice? Kashem Zakan Why two beards? Rashi asks, the Medrash asks, I'm sorry, did Aaron have two beards? I know some people have two beards, you know, one coming on the right side, one coming on the left side. But did Aaron have two beards? Says the Medrash, when Moshe saw the Shemen HaMishcha descending on the beard of Aaron, he was so happy, it was as if it was on his own beard. Moshe Rabbeinu was so happy for Aaron, it was as if it was on his own beard. Question. That's very nice. It's as if it's on his own beard. But why would the Tanakh write beard, beard twice? Who are the two beards? So the answer is the Medrash is saying one is Aaron and one is Moshe's. Yeah, but it never went on Moshe's beard. Yeah, but it's as if it did. Meaning, the Medrash is saying that the simcha that Moshe had that Aaron was anointed, the Torah considers it as if Moshe Rabbeinu himself was anointed. So if you would ask, hey, how can Moshe be a melech? He was never anointed. Yes, he was. When? When Aaron was anointed and he was so besimcha, it was as if it was on his own beard. And the Torah even says, indeed, Zakein, Zakein, Aaron, Moshe. So you say, how does that work? Well, how do you, what's a melech? The Ramam says a melech is, Lev melech kalev ha'am. He feels everybody's pain. So what greater anointing is there? What greater demonstration of being a melech is there than Moshe Abinu? felt that when Aaron was anointed, that was as if he was anointed. In fact, that was his anointing. So therefore the Torah could say, take for yourself, 
this oil is for you. What do you mean it never went on Moshe? It did go on Moshe. Because when it went on Aaron and Moshe felt it was as if he was anointed, that's considered Moshe was anointed. So Hashem could say, take for yourself. It's really for you. You also need it. Okay, that's a thought on the word kach lecha, that indeed Moshe Rabbeinu was anointed.